What's up, guys? It is also Chris, Coron, Chris, whatever y'all know me as, um, from the Friends with Benefits podcast, here again with a smaller dais from LCTC as compared to last year, but still a dais as well. My co-host, Will Hensley, is, um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of anything funny to say where Will is, but we'll go around the horn and uh, we'll just repeat last year. State your name and what you're drinking. <laughs> Hey, I'm Alex Reese. I'm a writer and artist of the webcomic Robin and Cat, going on eight years now. And uh, what, what am I drinking? I don't know how to Yeah, you that. couldn't even pronounce it earlier. Ananda India Pale Ale. Hi, y'all. Um, it's not Steve Harvey back yet again. <laughs> um, so, you know, for those who don't know or do know, my name is Sean Pryor. I write, I write all different types of books. Uh, children's books, um, children's books, chapter books, comic books, graphic novels, games, erotica. I, I do, uh, yeah, just round round about, round about. That's what I do. And I am drinking a uh, orange, <laughs> a blood orange Rheingeist. And I'm tell you something. This shit is good. <laughs> like it is, re- it is really good. Like if I was Steve Harvey, I would have a full denim outfit on while drinking this. Like that's how good it is. <laughs> They call that a, t- a Canadian tuxedo. Mm-hmm. I did not know that until like three or four months ago. That is fucking incredible. There was an episode of Raw where Bret Hart showed up in a jean jacket, a jean button-up, and jean pants, and Shawn Michaels was making fun of him for wearing the Canadian tuxedo. Mm-hmm. That was the first, at like the age of 11, it was the first time I'd ever heard that phrase, so I didn't know what the fuck it meant. Incredible. So. Incredible. Uh, hello. I promise to lean closer into the mic this time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Justin Stewart, Justin3000.com. I am drinking a Three Floyds Zombie Dust in the Tallboy can, which I had never seen before. Yeah, I've never seen that either. So uh, I grabbed it at the the liquor store. I am drinking a Cigar City Brewing Florida Man Double IPA. Appreciate you, by the way. Thank you're, you so much. You're for welcome. That. You're welcome. And yeah, I just wanted to kind of sit here and do the same thing we did last year. Uh, still not sponsored by Fudge Rounds, so we're not going <laughs> to we're not going to push them this year. No, nope. still not. Um, nope. nope. Sorry, you couldn't be here, Bryce. Don't worry. Yeah. Sorry, Bryce. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Um, you know, fuck y'all for having better things to do. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we are literally like less than a week away from LCTC. And we're all going to be there in some way, shape, or form. I think you're you're at least coming to draw for the... Yeah, I'll be yeah. at the live art event. And I'll just be around on Saturday. I'm just going to just see it yeah. this year. Uh, I know y'all both... Uh, Sean guests. and I are all... Yes, yeah. we are both guests. Uh, on this, We're on the same row, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's been a while since I'm we've on, been on the same row. Yeah, I'm on one end and you're across from me on the other end. Oh, okay, cool. Or you're on the other end. Yeah, same row. Yeah, same row, yeah. Like, I'm at table 204. Yeah, I forget what table I'm at. I just know, I think, like, Stuart Sager is either to the left or right of me. And then, like, after Stuart Sager, I think, like, Bryce and Ken are, over, like, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, but, like, we're all, all the Artist Alley people are pretty much going to be together in one spot. Um, we will not be interrupted by like body pillow booths. I was going to ask um, you if you're looking yeah, forward to that neighbor. No, 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 no. Like I'm, I'm happy. Like that. That's the <laughs> one thing I'm happy about. Like yeah. this year, like with the pandemic last year. Well, the pandemic's still going. Let's be. Let's keep it hundred. But mm. with the, with the show last year in September, when people were backing out, which I understood, I get it. 
Trust me. I get it. Because this brother going to have his mask on a whole goddamn time uh, yeah. when, when, this, when this show pop off. Yeah, no judgment about that. Yeah, that's why I decided to back out last, you know. last year. And so, and so, like, last year, I understood why people backed out. Like, I had, like I said, I had a mask on last year. You had a mask on last year. We was good. And I'm going to have a mask on this year, too. Because, like, look, like, I know y'all. I know y'all, y'all well behaved. You know, y'all, y'all know, y'all know the rules. Well, Chris, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be nice, though. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> like, like, sure. Like, y'all know the rules. Like, y'all try to take care of people and take care of yourself. Now, as far as, like, some attendees at these shows go, like, I don't know what kind of bullshit y'all be into. And, like, y'all ain't going to cough and spread them germs. Well, no, no, you ain't going to know me. I also don't trust the person who doesn't bathe on a daily basis to have good hygiene in any sense of the word. Right, right, right. So, Plus, like, I know a lot, of, a lot of these folks don't be washing their hands. Yeah, so the Fred Durst mask will be making an appearance again at LCTC <laughs> this year. Oh, good. Yeah, good. So, yeah because, because I will be trapped behind a table, I will also be, I have a fresh N95 <laughs> for, boy. for LCTC. Hey, yeah. man, last year we was at the show, man, we had, like, uh, spray bottles of hand sanitizer. We did, yeah. And, like, you know, folks would walk by and then, like, they walk past our table and, like, Justin and I look at each other and just be like, and just, like, spray a mist in the air. <laughs> we, would, yeah. we would try to, like, arc it at, towards one another because we were across the aisle. <laughs> so we would try to arc it at one another to try to create this sort of, like, cascade of, <laughs> of yep, okay. antibacterial mist. Yes, oh, yes. You know, we were trying to help the people out. Hey, hey man, it's the only time <laughs> trickle down ever, ever worked, man. And actually talking... <laughs> God damn it, Sean. <laughs> and actually, specifically, like, LCTC bound, um, I wanted to ask the the new setup from last year, having no celebrities on the floor with you guys, negative impact? Love it. Love it. So, negative impact. Man. <laughs> I'm just going to move on. I don't want to yeah. get anyone in trouble, no, so we'll just move on. No, no. no I, I think it's a good idea for the simple fact that when people come to the show, there are people there that are strictly for the celebrities, okay? And, like, they don't like to be sidetracked by anything else. Fair. All right? Like, but then for everybody else, it's, oh, okay, cool. I get to explore. I get to see the floor. Oh, and then there's, oh, there's some celebrities down there. Okay, there's somewhere else to check out. Like, because I'm good with that. I really am because, see, then also you're not worried about depending where those celebrities are. You're not worried about... Will, will their line be blocking yeah. your space? Because I was going to say, I know it was, uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but she played Carol on The Walking Dead. Yeah. Years and years ago at LCTC, her line did this weird thing where only the person going up to her walked down the lane to her thing, and it was blocking almost all of one part of Artist Alley in 2013, 2014, yeah. somewhere yeah. in that vicinity. Yeah. And I was just like thinking, I was like, even then, before I really like knew y'all, knew like the entire artist process and all that kind of stuff, I was like, "Those people are fucked." Yeah, like they have people that don't give a shit about their artwork standing in line to meet this woman, yep. who are going to have their tables blocked for the next like three hours, mm-hmm. right? At least. And and so like it got better when like when when Jared put all the celebrities in rough. Like I thought that was brilliant because at the same time the way the show worked in before they rebuilt the convention center, you had like the upstairs part of the convention center. But then you could cut through Rupp, go go down through Rupp, and then there was an open way to, like, the main big-ass floor. Yep. Okay, so, like, it was a win-win for everybody. Yeah, the the last year I did LCTC, I had a table on the same floor as the celebrities, but outside of Rupp. So you had t- 
tons of foot traffic. Yeah, you were right next to Ken and Bryce that year, weren't you? Yeah, I was or in, I was in that, side. Yeah, I was side, in that yeah. same section. It was like Ken and Bryce were there. Uh, Christina, yeah. Pizza Face, had a table yeah. there, friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, just just uh, all, all around friend. Yeah. Pizza Face is just a friend. We, we I did really well that year. Yeah. And, and that's because the celebrities didn't block my table. Yeah. Right. But people going to the celebrities walked by my table. Yeah, and right. Ken, Ken and Bryce had that super sweet spot right outside the Rupp Arena yeah. floor. Like, you couldn't walk out of the floor of Rupp without seeing the two of them sitting at their table. Yeah. Sitting at their artist alley table that, you know, Ken himself is dominating one of those tables on his own. So having him and Bryce next to each other, it's just like, y'all don't fit. <laughs> y'all don't fit. No, uh, but I think it makes... It makes the most sense to have all the celebrities away from everything else because mm-hmm. at this point, everybody knows what's up. Yeah, right. Like yeah. we we are not under any auspices of, oh, it's a convention. No, people are here for autographs. Yeah, mm-hmm. from celebrities, so they all go over there. So it's kind of like two cons in one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I hope they kind of fix the um, photo op thing this time because they had tape on the ground that you were supposed to line up in and each row was about this wide i'm six seven and i weigh 270 pounds <laughs> i don't fit in a 10 inch line right so in. right right at yeah. six seven even if i weigh 200 pounds no. i would not fit in a 10 inch line no that ain't gonna happen it must be as wide as the photo you're bringing to get signed yeah right. apparently right. Line. Yeah. Um, but like even compared to uh I went to DragonCon back in 2010, which it's weird to say that it's morphed so much even since then, mm-hmm. where they had all the, they had it like, they had it by levels of celebrity. Like people like Billy West and like some of the smaller people, and it's weird calling him one of the smaller people considering <laughs> how fast their fucking uh, Q&A filled up. Yeah. But they were in like one certain room and then like the people, I know Brandon Routh, it was like the first big con he'd done since uh, Superman Returns. You know, four years after, so they were just on top of getting him there. Um, and, like, he was in his own separate, or not in his own separate room, but he was in, like, a ballroom. And that's where all the, like, oh, if you want to drop, like, 400 bucks yeah, mm-hmm. for one autograph, this is the room you need to go into. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, so, I mean, I, I can see kind of, like, both sides of it. Like, you know, you're missing some of that foot traffic that's just there that you might get from, like, the random passerby who's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, that looks cool. Right. No one, no one should assume that they're going to be somehow discovered at a convention. No. Speaking for, uh, like as an artist or a creative person, um, those days are over. Yeah. So you have to approach it in a different way, and you have to approach it in like the best way to to not go broke. <laughs> Doing a con, you know, yeah. because again, you know, we covered this before, but yeah. you got to pay to be there. Uh, you have expenses. Yeah. Um, the celebrities do not. No, no. <clears throat> Most of them are are paid to be there. Yeah. Correct. Most, if not all, are paid to be there, except for like the weird thing where on the Sunday of LCTC last year, I think I told you about this. I don't know if I've ever told you about this. No, no. no. I'm on the show floor. I'm, I'm on the celebrity floor of LCTC on the last day, and I walk by, and I'm like, Bo Dallas is now splitting Lex Luger's table with him. Bo Dallas, who was not advertised for the show. Yeah. Just taking up half of Lex Luger's table now. Mm. And part of me was just like, come on, man. <laughs> you're, you're Bo Dallas. Yeah. No one's going to shovel out like 
40 to 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, ain't nobody bringing the Bo Dallas action figure, fam. Believe, though. He's going to believe someone does. <laughs> well, he can believe that shit somewhere else, bro, because it ain't working here. It is not working here. But, like, no, but no, Justin, Justin's right, you know, about a lot of this stuff. It's that, like, you know, like we've talked about this on, on the show last year. Like, we've been doing this for, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, our perception of how we view cons, it's not a negative. It's more of a, okay... We're guests, that's great. That saves us X amount of dollars off the jump, okay? So then you're like, okay, so now you're looking at, okay, we have no table costs, we're local, so we don't really have a hotel cost, which is which is cool, which is great, fantastic. So that's more money saved, all right? But it's then like, okay, well, I still need to, like, you know, make sure I have books, so I got to pay for some books. Well, if, I pay for them, if I'm paying for them wholesale, fantastic, great. So that saves me some money. But if I have like original original material that I have to go get printed, mm-hmm. I got to find the right printer to take care of that. So, like so like a lot of times like for me as a writer, I'm coming in with basically book costs. Yeah. I'm coming in with book costs. Okay. That's all. That's all I'm really coming in with is book costs. You know, or if I need some like additional signage made and I get that printed, okay. Materials. So, yeah, materials. Yeah. Yes, materials. <laughs> you know, and you know sometimes when we bring some extra hand sanitizer just to spray and make a good mist. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's really it. Trickle so, down. Trickle down, yes. Hey, man, trickle down misting. And, like, it works every <laughs> single time. But, so, like, I look at LCTC, like, that's how I look at LCTC. It's like, I'm glad to be there. I have fun. I get to see my homies. I sell books. I introduce people that may have not seen what I do before. Because every year, there's always going to be somebody that's never seen what you do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, okay, cool. And so, like, hey, here's somebody that's never saw one of my books. Hopefully they buy it. Great. But, like, I don't have to stress about it no more. Yeah. Like, that's the cool thing about it. Like, I, I don't stress about it no more. Like, when we did that show uh, last week, uh, the um, the uh, Lexington Figure Fest with mm-hmm. Toy Vomit, when we did that, like, I walked into that joint. It's like, okay, we all got a free table. I'm like, hey, man, I sell one book. That's a victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, like, I'm walking into this, like, like, I ain't selling no books. And that's no offense to nobody. Because it's a toy show with some comics in it and some right. art in it. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And once again, right. it's no shade. None whatsoever. No, just, our expectations were low going yeah. into that show of sales. Right. right. We yeah. we have to be pragmatic. Yeah. And and understanding what you're getting into matters. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And Alex, you you you're not in Lexington proper. Mm-hmm. So you still had gas costs which is a big thing now yeah. right yes as of the yes. time Sadly, of recording yeah, at, yes. at the time of recording uh dick cheney is alive and gas prices are high yes but for a show like that where I, i'm gifted a table which is very kind of, of toy vomit yeah and i come i come in with the same expectation and i'll show like that it's like if i sell anything yeah it's a win and that show particularly, I knew oh, I'm going to be out this much cash because I'm going to go buy stuff. <laughs> right, <laughs> sure. right, right. They, sure. they got a table full of sure. Ultraman figures. I'm going right. to dig through that. Right, you had, right. The, you had a you bag had Ultraman of shirt Ultraman figures. I had a bag, yeah. but I made it back. Yeah. That same. show was actually really good, good. for me. I yeah. made it back. Yeah, same Heck here. Yeah. Same, same here. Like, everything I spent is what I made. So I'm just like, yeah, oh. that's why you run off from your table again. It's like, oh, I can buy more. I go about my exactly. I buy right back, watch my table, and I take right up, right the fuck off. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting that, and um, I'm getting that. So, <laughs> when we we've talked about like with you guys last year and before off air about how important it is, like the being around the people you are. I want to talk like specifically to you for a second, Alex, about okay. Artist Alley. 
mm-hmm. and how difficult is it when you see someone coming up and like setting up those big ass like towers of shit they're trying to sell and all of a sudden like they're infringing on your space they're taking over your yeah. area you have no room to like if people are walking one certain way you're like great now they're not going to see me until they're like literally on top of my no, table I, i've had a year where I, I i said i was in a valley between two mountaintops. Oh, no. Because like, my neighbors on either side had big displays that just, like, overshadowed my whole table. And that did actually hurt profits. Yeah. That. that year was worse than the year before or the year after. So that that does have an impact on, I mean, on all the artists around. Have you ever said anything to anyone? I just kind of... That's just something that's going to happen, yeah. unfortunately. I and mean, we've all had those shows with bad neighbors that oh, yeah. affect our sales. Yeah, uh, that's part. That's why what I did for it was I teamed up with another artist, like what Ken and Bryce do. I did the same thing where it's I have a table. I, I end up buying when I go to LCTC. I get a table with my friend Jackie Nishi Studios. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that we are always guaranteed to be table mates. Like I'm, I'm on her right. Uh, she's on my left. And we've got each other's backs for it. And the table is always just under her name. It's never hurt me, profit-wise, to not have my name like on the on the program or anything like that. Because I'll have the banner up. I'll have like do all the advertising online. Like so, people yeah. that know me. Yeah. Know where to find. As me. long as you're yeah. As long as you're posting on your socials that you're yeah. going to be there. Like that. That's all that matters. Yes. The, the people like, that want to find me can find me. Right. The people that don't know me. Can still see me there because my banner is up and right. all my books are on display. I, I have never heard anyone say, I found you on the complimentary convention format. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> no, 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 no one's going to get found the way. And I, I think, I can't remember if I told this story or not. Um, the podcast got a table in 2018 at, um, I thought it was like, somewhere in like the, the Tri-City area, Johnson City and mm-hmm. Kingsport and that area. I can't remember what the actual name of the convention was. Because it was almost four years ago now. And, you know, like we got put across from this dude who was... Uh, he was a representative for something that he was selling. He was fine. Uh, we all got sick of the Mario Kart music because he was running a... Con- oh, he was working for a game store. And one of their giveaways was uh, the lowest score on this one track on Mario Kart for the weekend. Won the mini SNES. <laughs> so... <laughs> No, lowest time, lowest time, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, and we got along with him, he got along with us, that was fine. However, like, we were in this hall, the people next to us was this improv troupe, and I can't remember who was in this far corner here. The dude right around the corner was this other podcast who was blaring, like, anime house techno <laughs> through, like, Radio Rahim's, like, wireless boombox. Oh, man. And sexiest convention ever. <laughs> yeah, and like the kind of dudes who like when they took down Hentai Heaven were real bummed about it. And, like those so kind of you're dudes. caramel dancing all day, aren't you? God, I was ready to fucking take that boombox <laughs> and just <laughs> murder someone with it. Yeah, and it was you know it was a small con, but that they gave us a panel. They, you know they they hosted our like table for no charge. They gave us five press passes when we only asked for three so yeah well i think uh i i i think that there's a definitive comparison between uh MC, like pre-mcu 
conventions <laughs> yeah. and post MCU conventions. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, like my whole issue was like as far as tabling goes, like I don't like, you know, I'm, look, I have just resigned to the fact that like if somebody's got a display that's like 50 feet high, it's just going to happen. And, like, I just have to let it go. Because there's nothing I can do about it unless I light it on fire. 50 feet of half faces. Right, 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 right. Like, I'm like, oh, look, it's a Space Jam poster. Remixed. Wow, it's amazing. You know, it's like, here's <laughs> half Bugs, here's half Michael. Mm-hmm. You know, here's half Bugs, here's half LeBron. You know, here's half Vegeta, here's half Piccolo. Shout out to Black Fathers Everywhere. Piccolo, what's up? <laughs> um, but, like, um, but, like, my issue, my issue more than anything else is, is, is this goes back to what you were saying, Alex, like, when they set up their displays and their their setup, and they put something on the, their table that's like right next to yours, but it's tall, and they push it in toward the front of their table, so now they're blocking your peripheral view. That whole blocking the peripheral view shit—that's the shit that gets me. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's that's where I get annoyed. Like say for instance, like there was one show one year that I did where like um, I got you know had my had my table. I was like, great, this is cool, great table. The table next to me was empty because they didn't show up. But then the next table, which was like an end table, and there was a door, and then and there was a door, and then there's another slew of tables. But that table there was like, well, I'm going to make this L-shaped ass booth, and I'm going to block your peripheral vision so nobody's going to be able to see you one way. And I'm like, you got these expensive ass paintings. Ain't nobody in this area going by. They just go like, oh, look, that's neat. That's the car from Supernatural. They're not paying $355 for that, Fred. Okay? I don't know what to do. I'm just going to call him Fred. Fred works. You know? Like, they're not that paying for like that. That sounds like something a dude named Fred would do. You know what I mean? Like, they're not paying for the Buck Rogers space shuttle that, like, hit, like, that time warp where he got frozen and then he came back to life. You know? Like, the old TV show for Buck Rogers. Yeah. I, I'm familiar with <laughs> you know? Buck Rogers. No, no, no. I'm familiar with the show, but, like, going into that detail about an episode just... I know, I know. That's what I do. That's what yeah. I do. I, I remember just random various shit. But like, but when you block p- people's peripheral vision, like that's the shit that annoys me mm-hmm. more than anything. So my so my <laughs> suggestion for the listening audience would be to pay attention when you walk around a show. Pay attention to some table setups. Like like as you walk through, like take a look at at how people's shit looks. Yeah. And yeah. look for the dudes in the valley in Artist Alley. <laughs> That'd be nice. You know, look for the dudes I in mean, Artist Alley. To be in fair, the we're tough to find. Yeah, they they hide us. Look for the person who looks angry while the two people <laughs> on either side are blasting techno anime and in an uh, ocarina. And ha- oh, no, uh, <laughs> no, uh, and we're not talking ocarina person this year. We spent like ten minutes last year. Yeah, oh. we did. Oh. Um. So another thing I kind of want to touch on, and it's weird because we're actually staying on topic, so I'm like covering all my things quick. So, um, <laughs> how important is word of mouth at a convention? Like, if I run into someone, like it, it, the the story I always tell, Flanagan had a Power Ranger sketch cover he wanted done, and it was I didn't really like know a lot of you at the time. Like I was friendly with most of you, obviously I still knew Ken, mm. but I was like. Yo, there's this dude I know, Bryce, who would be great for that sketch cover. Because, I mean, tell me Bryce wouldn't rock a fucking Power Rangers sketch cover. Yeah. So I just, like, took him up there, and Bryce was like... And Bryce cut him, like, the the, the, the homie deal is what Bryce called it. And I was like, I, I didn't bring him to you to, like, 
have him save money. I brought him to you <laughs> because I like your artwork. Um, so that's like, is does stuff like that pay off at a convention? And feel free to say no if it doesn't. Uh, I've, I don't. I don't know. I've never. I've never experienced someone coming and saying, "I heard you from so and so." That's fair. Um, well, well, no, let me let me sidebar sidebar. I'm okay. gonna cut you off. No, no, but sometimes okay. it has worked though, and the reason why Kentucky Kaiju. That's true. That's true. That's a perfect example. That's true. Um, wor- like word of mouth from other creators. Correct. Yes. 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 Um, yes. At the show uh, has happened. So that that yes that has happened for sure. But from the people. You know, it's a give and take because, like, a lot of times, though, it's right. because a creator told that person, hey, go check out Homie over there. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. that's that's how, you know, or it could, like, but sometimes you will get the person that bought something from your table to, like, get one of their homies, but, hey, come here, come here. You need to get this. Like, it doesn't happen a lot. It does vary. It does vary, but, like, a lot of times it's when other creators, are like, yeah, go see the homie over there. <clears throat> Go see the homie over there. Because that's what we used to do with Kentucky Kaiju. Like, if somebody if somebody signed a copy, like, I bought. Like, say, for instance, like, not my but somebody bought a copy off of me. I signed it. And I'm like, hey, go see the homie Justin over there. You know, he's the one that put all this together. Have them sign it. They sign it, then they would see some of yours. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, okay, can I get that? Right. Trissa actually pulled that on me. Right. <laughs> I, <laughs> bought, I bought her last table copy of Kentucky Kaiju when I was going to get... Um, uh, bookmarks at that point. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that looks awesome. What's that? And like, I start flipping through. I was like, cool, how much? And she told me whatever the price was. Probably too low. And, <laughs> and she goes, oh, yeah, one of the other uh, artists is right around the corner. Didn't know you from Adam at that point. I think we like started hanging out like a few months after this. Sure. But yeah. I came up to Justin. I was like, hey, I just bought this. She said you were one of the other artists. Would you sign it? Speaking of, I need to have you sign a copy of Kentucky Kaju at some point. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, for those of you that don't know, that's the Justin Tress. Uh, Tressa. Who the fuck calls her Tress? Uh, close people. Not me. <laughs> Tressa. <laughs> Justin and Sean. So, well, there. yeah, there's... there's, there's uh, uh, Tresina is an onion. <laughs> uh, there are multi layers, and one, when you're close to one, you can you can use terminology. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like that word of mouth stuff. I also want to ask: Has anyone ever stolen a sale from you? Ooh, Ooh. I don't think anyone's ever stolen a sale from me. I'm sure. I, I know for a fact I've had shit stolen off my table. Oh shit! Yeah, um, I'm sorry about that, man. Well, I mean, you know, you just buy me pizza, and I figure eventually <laughs> I'll get that money back. But no, no, I have, I've had that shit happen before. Um, not stolen a sale, though, I don't think. I've had that happen to me. Yeah, Ooh, I, I've, I've had that happen to me. Not not like at LCTC, per se, uh-huh. but like at other shows when I used to do like 12, 13, 14 shows a year. Mm. Like, you would be talking, like somebody would be talking to you at the table, and like you know, looking at the you're looking at your book, and like they just pick their head up for a second so they can talk to you, and they act, you know, and then they turn their head left or right, and there's like another creator's like, hey, why don't you take a look look at this? And I'm just like internally, I'm like, fam, I'm working right now. Can you wait till I'm done? If regardless if this person buys this or not, they could come see you 
but please don't be rude. You're still eight feet away. Right. They're probably going to stop if they're stopping at mine. Exactly. Please don't make me take this shoe off and beat the shit out of you with it. <laughs> like, just be respectful. Like, that's that's all I ever ask. You know what I mean? You, you know? Or I also had, like, I also missed out on some sales because, you know, how, like, we all had them cats be coming to the table and, like, they just look at everything and they keep asking questions and keep asking questions and keep mm-hmm. asking questions and keep asking questions. But then, like, another one of their peoples or somebody else that kind of knows them, they start talking together and they both keep asking questions and asking questions. And then, like, other people are trying to get to them, like, excuse me one second. And you try to get to those other people, but you can't because you can't get these people to leave because they're blocking the whole table and you done missed out on all these sales. If you ever notice, when I come up and talk to you guys, make sure I take a corner. <laughs> Yes. I don't want the middle of the table. Yeah, that's good. Yes. I don't want the middle of the table. Well, I mean, Artist Alley, there's right. only the middle of the and table. Really if you're, if you're yeah. this size, especially. And uh, and I'll say this, too. Like, if you're ever if you're ever talking to an artist and they break eye contact with you. Walk away. Uh, that means, hey, I'm looking, I'm looking past you at someone else. <laughs> so, let's... You know, I'm, I'll I'll be happy to continue this conversation when there's no one else. Yeah. But let's just yeah. let's, let's mosey. I, that's just a yeah a kind thing for shoppers. Yes. Yeah. If you're if you know someone else at the same table as you, uh, same artist table as you, and you're talking to them, but another person comes through and starts looking at stuff, like don't be offended if we have to turn our attention away, mm-hmm. because someone might be like. Have their five dollars in their hand, you're ready right. to give it to you. Right, right. Uh, I will but, drop my monocle and be offended. <laughs> I mean, if there's if there's more than one person at the table, then we don't have time to talk, really. Yeah. I mean, like like you said it just now, Justin. Like, be happy to talk to you when it's like a slow period yes. or whatever. Yeah, but, sure. Yeah. If, if it looks like our table's starting to get busy, like we're there to share our stuff and to hopefully make some money. And that's going to help out. It's work. We're yeah, at work, it's work right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you, you can take that cauliflower, that, that cauliflower nachos recipe and wait. All right, like I don't need to hear that right now. That sounds like too specific to not be a true story. <sighs> oh, we need to break for refills. Uh, so cauliflower nachos. Uh, we'll see. What show? Which 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 show was that? That was uh, that was a Fort Wayne show. I this is a story time with not Steve Harvey. Yes. Okay. I was at a show in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And it was the First last mistake. Show. It was well. Like <laughs> the thing is, like that was it was a show. Like I had done like three or four years in a row. And the first year was was great. Like I actually made money, you know. And I was a guest, and it was great. And um, you know, the table was free, but I still had to pay for a hotel. It's fine. But I still made money. Very, very happy. So I was like, man, if this was the first year, this, this is great. Next year is going to be fantastic. Bombed. Bombed. <laughs> Bombed. Okay? Like, just like, I, man, I hit the floor so hard. Fucker style. Bomb, 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 bomb. Right, exactly. It was terrible. <laughs> what a deep cut yes. reference, yes, by the way. Yes, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So then we hit year three, even worse. Like, it just keeps getting worse, but I keep getting free tables. And, like... I know a lot of people at the show, and I like seeing them. So, like, you know, there's a give and take. So then the last, last, the fourth year, year number four, this final, final year I was going, it was like, final, it's like the final time they're ever going to do the show anyway, and I was like, you know what, all right, fine. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm, I said, I'm going to go, and uh, we're going to do this, and whatever happens, happens. And so, like, I'm at the table just trying to, like, sell stuff, and, like, um, there was, like, a, a dead period. 
And, like, this dude came up to me, started just, like, thumbing through the books. And, you know, he was like, you like to eat? And right then and there, I knew when he when he said, do you like to eat? I knew I was in like, fucking oh, trouble. <laughs> oh, God, no. Right. Oh, you how know. dare you suggest. <laughs> do you like to eat? Gross. Do you like to eat? Do you take in air to right. breathe? Right. <laughs> Do you, do you know what sustenance is? Do you like to eat? I'm not sure I have an option. Yeah, right. Um, you know, but whether or not I'm a get, fan of it, like yeah, right. And so, like, right, it's irrelevant, right? Right then and there, like, I knew I was in trouble. Yeah, but like, that's the problem when you're behind the table. It's just like, well, I guess I'm stuck. It's just gonna be a memory that's gonna be with me for a lifetime. <laughs> and he was just like, you know, he's like, look, he's like, I, you know, I, I make all these different type of meals at home. And he was like, I don't know if you ever had these before, but have you had cauliflower nachos? And I was just like, and at this time, this is like, it's two day show, okay? It's just a, it's a two day show. We're in day two. I've literally made two sales from Saturday morning. Till Sunday afternoon, okay? So your energy's real high right now. Oh, boy, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Nowhere else you'd rather be in the world at that point. <laughs> exactly. Just full of pep. Give me those nachos. <laughs> you know. And, Give me that recipe. And so he's just like, the thing about the cauliflower nachos is is that, like, see, you're not using any bread. You know, you're not you're not getting any, any bread. You're not using any tortillas, so, you know, you're not... It's no carbs. See, you're not getting carbs. And see, that's the problem because too many people eat carbs. And when they eat carbs, and it became this, like, this dude, like, started to sound like this weird amalgamation between, like, Mr. Farley from Free's Company and Bill Cosby. And, like, he just kept going. And he so, was like, so, you, so what's he, your demographic for this podcast? Because I don't know if those references hey are going to. Hey, man, look at <laughs> we, we get some deep, cut, deep cuts. So like, we're good. We're I'm, good. I'm old. So I'm Gen X, bitches. So you just want to deal with this shit. So he's just like, so you take the see what you do is you take the cauliflower and then, but you just don't put it on anything. You, you get a baking sheet and then you take the parchment paper. And so then, he was like a living, breathing online recipe that has yes, like his life story and everything. Yes, yes. Like I didn't get the life story. Shockingly enough, I just got the the cooking process. Like I'm like I've known how to make cauliflower nachos for God knows how long now because this man. And his story is embedded in my fucking brain. Sean, what if that man has gone on to make the best cauliflower nachos in the entire region where he is? I truly don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just you could you could have you could have been you could have bore witness to the the best cauliflower nacho recipe on the planet. No, it's no shack food, but I got something for you to hold on to this while we record, oh, thank you, thank so you can just calm down, yeah, uh, just, breathe a little bit. You, you don't understand, like the struggle. Like I lost money that show. Mm. Like I mean, I yeah. lost money. If you, like a hotel for two nights, driving to you said Dayton, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Fort Wayne. Like if it's Dayton, Ohio, like I got people, I got people back home. Like that'd have been. Nothing. Oh yeah, that's fair for you, you know. Yeah, but like Fort Wayne, Indiana, it's like oh okay, I got to pay for this, pay for this hotel. I got to eat. And speaking of which, do you like food? Of course I do. Do you like to eat? What? Who asked that question? <laughs> hey, how do you all feel about sleeping? Still on the fence. Everyone yeah, feel good take about it? Take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, guys, I think I'm going to give up breathing. You know, I'm just going to try it out. So I'm try it on for a little bit. Now that, the, Very I, little bit. The ironic thing was, was that was the only time that whole show where people started to come to the table. He would not leave because he kept talking about them cauliflower fucking nachos. They all wanted that recipe. 
Mm. No, they didn't. They actually wanted to buy stuff. And he kept mm-hmm. talking about the nachos and scared them all the way. And I was just like, man, just let me look at yeah. this Batman Beyond complete series okay. box set. So I don't know if you... I don't know if... Is that a digital code? Uh, no, it's, it's the book with special features. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you, you had a sale, like, not necessarily stolen from you, but just blocked. Just like... He was just... He was just like the Great Wall. Like, he was just... <laughs> yes, yes. He was Mutumbo... Just like, <laughs> not, trying not to today. Bring, uh, I was yeah. gonna say it's like it's the Mitch Hedberg joke. Yeah. No matter how good you are at tennis, you are never better than the wall. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. That's so right. he was just he just locked it, just just shut it all down. Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> uh, we had this dude at. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you heard our Scarefest roundup episode that uh, we did. Funny. Oh yes, that, yeah. yes, yes. But we had the gentleman we, that followed you. Around. Yeah, we had this just random guy who was just like following us around. And Flanagan said he was looking for a location that was selling pops. And the guy thought he said pot. <laughs> so he was going into random booths asking if they were selling marijuana. Oh my God. Then he found some booth where it was like scantily clad women and we just never saw him again and no one was complaining. <laughs> because he finally found someone who said, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, it's law of averages, Chris. <laughs> if you ask every booth at some point, someone will say, say yeah. yes. Have I ever told you all my weird-ass story about getting the, the free moonshine? Oh, God. Um, no. No. So I did the hospitality suite with Scarefest for three years in a row. And my second year there, and I actually still have their koozie, uh, there was this Alabama uh, ghost hunters who, no joke, no joke had, I think it was a uh, modern country dude. Uh, da, 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 da. Alan Jackson. No, no, no. More <laughs> modern. More modern. Like. Like Kenny Chesney. More modern. We're talking like this was straight. Brad nope. Paisley? Yeah, someone along the lines of Brad right. Paisley. Had one of their buses uh, towed because they were blocking him in. That's oh. the level of dudes we're talking about. Cool. Like, cool. In fairness, they talked to him about it, and they're like, well, we need to get out, and they're like, well, you can get out after we're done unloading the show tonight, and he goes, oh. okay. Okay, yeah, then that's... Uh, so, and keep in mind, like, I'm a food runner, and my job is to, like, hey, you have to go get food three times a day, bring it back. Other than that, go check out the show floor, come up here and talk to people if, you want, if there's anyone you want to talk to. So I'm talking to the Alabama Ghost Hunter guys. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that I'm going to, like, an after-party thing, and they're like, Swing by the hotel room. We got something for you. And I'm just like, cool. Like I'm, I'm hearing banjos. Um, got something for you. These dudes brought their own mini fridge to keep all of their moonshine cold. Hell yeah. So I walk down. They go, what do you want? You want grape or apple pie? And I was like, oh, dude, whatever you're willing to spare. Oh, no. And it was clear. So it wasn't yeah. any of that like homemade moonshine right. where you're using like bourbon or whiskey no, or anything. No, no. And, you know... They're like, well, try it. And like, I sniff it. And I'm like, okay, just take a sip. And I was just like, I am breathing fucking fire <laughs> from these guys. So I, you know, I go back and uh, one of the Ghostbuster dudes uh, has since overcome his problems, drank a third of that large mason jar. Uh-huh. Whoa. Oof. Wow. And, <sighs> you know, I mean, I was, I was feeling good. I was, okay. I drank some of it as well. A third of it was gone by the end of the night, but I did not have much, and he was the only other person drinking out of it. 
Uh, so they go by, or I run into them on Sunday. I tell them I'm like getting ready to head out of the show because they only had one food run. They only had like, I picked up donuts on the way there and they only had one other food run for the entire day. So at like one o'clock, I'm like, bye. And I run into them. They're like, how'd that moonshine treat you? I was like, boys. <laughs> I have looked for those dudes every Scarefest since. Because, my God, I want them to show up so bad just so I can be like, hey, y'all, uh, I'll buy it this time. Uh, I'll pay you. No, no. They, they were they were ghost hunting, and they're like, maybe we'll try this moonshine thing on the side. And then that shit. Yeah, that, uh, that's, that was the money. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. You don't see the Alabama ghost hunters on sci-fi. Mm-mm. No, um, <laughs> they, hey, they might be on that moonshiner show on TLC or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, that was one of the, the crazier interactions I had with that. Um, ran, like, dealt with some absolute asshole celebrities. Mm. Uh, the, the one I remember is OVW was sponsoring Brutus the Barber Beefcake oh, to no. be at Scarefest. So he was sponsored by them, not by Scarefest. So oh. he wasn't on Celebrities Row. He didn't get to come to the hospitality suite. Oh. He tried to, like, and there was, you know, a, 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 her name was Toshimi, and she was, like, in charge of running the room. So his wife slash manager slash handler comes into the room and starts arguing with us about the line in his Ohio Valley wrestling contract that says food will be provided. And I can't tell you how many times I heard Toshimi say, we are not Ohio Valley Wrestling. We are Scarefest. Yeah. We don't provide anything for you. Yeah. And just went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth until the woman was finally like, well, fuck you. I don't want your food anyway. And Toshimi goes, have a nice day. Sure. Jeez. Uh, but, yeah, like, and I always try, like, and this applies to artists and shit, too, like, signings, artists... Artist Alley, whatever. You never know who you're going to be next to, how that's going to affect your attitude. Mm-hmm. You never, like, and the big one for me is I always tell myself, I never knew who was at that table directly before I was. And that's a big thing to remember at conventions. You never know how big of an asshole the person in front of you was. Yes. And I'll tell Flanagan's story since he's not here. He met, uh, he went to Louisville Galaxy Con or whatever when Batista was there. Yeah. The person in front of him had 16 figures signed, not personalized, Yeah, and was telling Batista what color to do the signatures in. Yep. <sighs> Flanagan went up and goes, I only have one thing, you can personalize it, and I don't give a shit what color you sign it in. And got Batista to laugh. That's <laughs> Flanagan was like, that's all I had to do. <laughs> that's all I had to do. So, yeah, and he had to be the complete opposite of the guy. Oh, before. yeah, yeah. And uh, the very first year they did Scarefest, I met Bill Mosley, and he was an absolute prick. Mm. It was a huge bummer. Yeah. I met him three other times after that, and he could not have been a nicer dude. Mm-hmm. And that was the like one of the big things that showed me that was like, you never know how their flight was, you never know yeah, how their yeah. travel was, like, you never know how their day is. And as someone who got sick during that uh, 2017 Louisville show where I was helping Ken, Bryce, you, Sean, yeah. everyone run their tables. Yes. Um, you never know how anyone's going to that Louisville show. <laughs> we had good Mexican food and, and great that, company. That Mexican, yeah. that, the, the, going, to, going out to eat, that was the best part of the whole oh, night. Uh, it's only outdone for me by showing up Saturday morning with my brother's breakfast sandwich and tin foil and you and Bryce are both like, 
Can we get that? Can we look at that sandwich? No, it wasn't even that. It was whose black mama made you for those? Right, right. And, and my response just got to be my pothead brother. Like, hey man, who wrapped it? I'm like, they wrapped it in tinfoil. Wrapped it in aluminum foil. I'm like, who done brought the plate? Tell <laughs> You know that's yep. that. Why do you think? See, listen. Why do you think black people love love Dirk Nowitzki so much when we play for the Dallas Mavericks? Every time ESPN like coming up next to Dallas Mavericks, you know they're entering the stadium, about to play the Sixers, and you would see Dirk Nowitzki holding a paper plate, a plate wrapped up in aluminum, walking <laughs> to the fucking locker room, and I was like, he got a black ass wife. I already know he does, and lo and behold, he does, and I was like. Well done, Dirk. Well done. You did good. You did good. You bring the aluminum plate to the locker room. Oh, man. You good for life, fam. You good for life. So, you good for life, fam. I love it. Um, you know, much like uh, Tony Romo's is the white red lobster. Yes, yes, yes. Man. Hey, man. I ain't never, for real, man. I ain't never seen so many white folks just beaming with pride when they walk up in that bitch. I'm for real. I'm dead serious. Like, when, when Tony Romo's was here in Lexington... Like, I went like two times, and both times. Holy time, shit! This is yeah. Good. I told you that blood mm-hmm. orange, uh, blood orange. <laughs> Ryan got some good shit. Yeah. But the two times I went, literally, we'd be waiting, you know, to get seated, and there'd be like three or four families in front of us, and it's just you know all white folks, and they literally like like how long is the wait? Ten minutes? Oh no problem. That's absolutely fine. We can't wait. Oh right, we can wait. Go ahead, have a seat right there, and like and they're just smiling. Beaming, you thought they was about to walk up into the Ruth's Chris, get the fine quality ass steak with the big ass baked potato. Like that's how they were. Like, and like I was just blown away by it because I was like, y'all, y'all a little bit too happy right now for the quality of food y'all getting. Like, cause it ain't that much higher. But you and Bryce openly said, cause Ken and I were talking about growing up, like you know, not overly privileged, uh-huh. and going to Tony Roma's was. You know, a specialty. Yeah, like, uh, that was yeah. a special event. Like, hey, Dad had a good court case. He picked up some OT at the pharmacy. There you go. And, uh, you know, so it was, hey. white, it was white red lobster. Hey, look, trust. Trust as a kid. I knew if my mother or father had, like, a good week of work or got a good paycheck, we was going to go to the town mall and go to York Steakhouse. So, like, like, and for those who don't know, because York Steakhouse does not exist anymore. I think there's one left in America, and it's somewhere deep in the banals of Ohio. <laughs> so... <laughs> Like, you okay, York Steakhouse, you will, like, first off... At Sean R. Pryor on Instagram, if you want to <laughs> send him any images of old No, he's the Sean P. Show on Instagram. Oh, the Sean P. Show, Sean yeah. R. Pryor on Twitter. On Twitter, yes. So, 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 but when you go to a mall, because, like, a lot of times York Steakhouse was in the mall. So you go to... The mall, highest quality food. I, 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 it was the 80s, dog. It was the 80s. Folks didn't know no better. Yeah, hey, I Quincy's. Quincy. So, Max so, and Irma's. Hey man, listen. I miss Max and Irma's because the one they had two great things: the chicken tortilla soup and the chocolate chip cookies. Those two things, fucking fantastic. I miss them. I miss Max and Irma's. Everything else can burn in hell, but those two things. Amazing. Uh, the Sunday bar. Oh yeah, that too. But see, here's the thing, man. I ain't touched that Sunday bar because I knew kids is nasty. Well, I was one of those nasty kids, and that's why I never touched it. Now. <laughs> Going back to York Steakhouse, you walk into the mall and like you know how you have your, all your stores, they have all the different fronts. And, but when you got to York Steakhouse, the front looked like a castle. Okay, 
it just look like a castle. You're like, oh, we about to eat somewhere fancy. Oh, this is going to be great. So you walk in the bitch, all right? You walk up in there, and you're going through, like, this corridor, and, like, you know, it's got, like, it looks like medieval castle. you got the little lights and the, and the torches and stuff. Like, oh, this is dope. You know they ain't torches. they just light bulbs. But you feel <laughs> proud. Hold on. I just have to explain. Sean stopped, looked Justin directly in the eyes, and goes, you know they ain't torches. they just light bulbs. I mean, Justin really did look like he thought they were torches, though. Well, you know, I mean, but I'm like, just considered for everyone's safety. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, and you got like you got the plush red velvet on the wall, okay, and like it's dimly lit. So now you walk and you finally get to the. You open gonna be area. Per- are you gonna be the person that vacuums that wall every day? If if it was me, yes. Someone cause, has cause to. Like like in me, my anal retentiveness, I probably would have done that. Fair. Like that. But when you finally get to like the first counter, you get to see like all the things on the menu, okay, and everything's numbered. Because that's time. how it is. Again, the first counter. So we're talking the highest quality food. Yes, exactly. So the first counter, you see all the, all the different things you can buy, all right? So you're like, hey, I want the cheeseburger and fries. All right, quality, great. So now I got my tray. They hand you a tray. Now you're walking down with the tray because you got to pick up your salad. Mm-hmm. You've got to get your salad because you got a bowl with salad. So The wooden bowl. The wooden bowl. Yes, the wooden bowl with the salad. Mm-hmm. Uh, throw up the timeout signal. Uh, actual wooden bowl or like that plastic that looks like wood? Yes. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so now, but you get your salad and like, you know, but like you want to make sure you get your extra bacon bits and you want to make sure that like, you know, if you, if you want some like sesame seeds on it and like you, you, you get a little scoop for the dressing. So like, oh, okay, we living good now because I got to do that in my way. This ain't Burger King, but I still had it my way. So now I got my <laughs> salad and I'm just like, okay, cool. And then you go to the dessert section. And the dessert section, you can pick one dessert, okay? They got this, like, this fancy glass with jello cubes, or you got the chocolate pudding or the, or the cake, okay? But I'm telling you something right now, they had the best fucking jello cubes in the world. They're green jello cubes, them joints, that, man, it's fantastic. So, anyway, so, like, you pick your dessert, put it on the tray, then you grab, grab a cup for a drink, pour your drink. We were talking conventions. Yeah. And no, no, no. Because <laughs> Dark Steakhouse was the shit. And then you put it, put that on your tray and you just go to the end and you pay for, everybody pay for their food. And then you go sit down and give you a number and then you just wait for your dinner to come out. And like you just got to sit there and stare at your dessert like, damn, I'm going to get to eat that after I eat my dinner. Oh, I can't wait. Eat your salad. Here come your dinner. It's dimly lit. You know, everything is dimly lit. I think they just did that because they didn't want, really want you to see what the food looked like. And, <laughs> and then after it was over, exactly it. And after it was over, you was happy because right across, right across from New York Steakhouse was the arcade, and you went straight to the arcade. So Fancy. Like, it was, it was living. That was living for me. Because we didn't do that every time. Like we did that like maybe once every other month. Yeah. Yeah. As as a twelve year old or no younger, so probably like a nine or ten year old. Going to uh, Tony Roma's and being told it was going to be a 75 to 90 minute wait when I'm already hungry before we leave. (laughs) And Dad's like, oh yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine for you. (laughs) Yes. So, um, to attempt to try and bring it back. uh, My bad. No, no, don't (laughs) apologize. Just here for the show. The Friends with Benefits podcast has been founded... On the off-topic rants. <laughs> um, oh my god, I had a question in my head. Justin, talk about something. Uh, well, I mean, has there is there any questions that that anyone you know uh, that that is uh, not uh, artist or creative or someone who's on the other side of the table? Like any questions or thoughts or ideas that they have about cons or. Um, I mean, I, like my whole thing, and 
especially with people like y'all. <clears throat> Sorry. Mm. Multiple beers. So, mm-hmm. um, I think we're all drinking the blood orange now. That's yeah. good. Yeah. It's uh, very bubbly. So, uh, I have some like antisocial friends. They're like, I'm not going up to the table and like, trying to talk to someone about their artwork. Mm. Why? Mm-hmm. They're not going to bite you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you ask them to. <laughs> you really don't have to talk to us if you don't want to. You can just come up. Well, we might say, like, hey, feel free to look at what we've got. Then you can look. That, we'll buy something. Conversation. Mm-hmm. You buy something. If you don't, you say, have a good show. That's it. That's right. Right. It, it, is, uh, it is as simple as that. And yeah. and most of the time, that's exactly what I want. Yeah, uh, I, I am I am just as happy for you to come up and just take your time and talk to me if you want to talk to me or not. That's fine. Like and as long as you let me tell you to take a look at whatever you want to take a look at. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like uh, and like. I have no problem with that. Like, because there are some people that just don't like talking, and that's fine. Like, I've had people come up to the table and like they'll see something, they'll pick it up, look at it, and then like they'll, then they'll like say, "How much?" Okay, boom, that's it. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes those are the greatest transactions ever yeah, because yeah. it's like, oh man, I ain't, like none of us really had to work for that, did we? Right. It takes less than thirty seconds. I yeah. made money. <laughs> they didn't have to talk to me. It's a win-win situation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And even Absolutely. in those situations where you don't get a sale from that, it's still, it's quick. You saw yeah. something, if it wasn't in your price range or really what you were looking for, you just move on, that's it. Right. Uh, yeah. You're not going to hurt our feelings unless you say something to us to make us, make our feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like someone just comes up, fl- flips through your book and is like, this is bullshit. Just like tips it over and walks right. away. Thank I mean, you. I've had people say like, oh, I saw something like this, but over there that looked better. Fuck off! Yeah. 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 Cool, yeah. so you like their style. That doesn't mean mine's not good. Yeah. Right. Because it's not that. Right. But yeah, so, but if you look through it and you decide in your head, oh, this isn't really for me, you just move on. You put it down. You say, have a good show. Or say nothing. Right. You just yeah. walk on. Exactly. So, uh, I, I just thought of something. Um, ever had interactions with celebrities at these shows? How's that ever go? Has it ever happened? I know you had your lovely I phone had, call with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh well, yeah, that was, but that was a that was not show related. Yeah. Uh, there was one time uh, at a at a LexCon where uh, someone I know was like, "Yo, man, you need you need to go talk to Greg Grunberg." And I was like, "Why?" And he goes, uh, "He was noted because this was uh, at a LexCon where I had done this giant banner." with all the characters of, like, all the celebrities that were going to be there. 2016. Yeah. <clears throat> and he was part of the the big lineup. And this guy was like, this may fall into a, had a job stolen or whatever. But so this guy was, like, talking big. And was like, man, you need to go talk to Greg Grunberg. He was really impressed. Uh, I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, man, Greg Grunberg, he's got a, he's promoting a graphic novel. So uh, he might be, he might be looking for somebody. I was like, Oh shit! Okay, well, I guess I should go talk to Greg Grunberg then. And uh, I go to Greg, Greg Grunberg's booth, and I introduce myself, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Justin. I'm the guy that did uh, all the art for the banners." And 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 this guy knows that I should come talk to you. And Greg Grunberg goes, "Okay." <laughs> oh no! That's so oh, fucking no. awkward, and I'm so sorry. 
And uh, I went, cool. Uh, yeah, nice to meet you, man. Just let you know that I'm the guy that did that thing. Oh. And I'm going to go now. <laughs> going to go die of embarrassment. You, you have you, a This good guy day. said I should have an awkward conversation with you, if that's okay. <laughs> This dude says I, he said I should come make an ass of myself. Does that work? Is that good? Oh. Right, cool. Right. Have I succeeded? Because I feel like I've succeeded. I really, really feel like I've succeeded. Uh, my, my LCTC uh, constant experience with Sammy Guevara last year was mm. a big one for me. I ran into, like, legit, like, uh, Sammy and I ended up in the same booth Thursday night. Said, hey, said, honest to God, I didn't know he was going to be there. I was like, oh, so did you just, like, drive down after Dynamite to come hang out? And he's like, yeah, you know, we, we start... Like actually doing autographs and photos, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Saw him twice on the show floor on Friday. Uh, went down to Lex Live that Friday night. He like stopped me on my way out. He's like, "Am I just going to see you everywhere this weekend?" And I just my response was because I'm a smartass. Was I'm kind of hard to miss. <laughs> um, so then uh, went and did the photo op on. I think I saw him at some point on Saturday. I'm sure I saw him at some point on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Did the photo off on Sunday, and he was just like, I was wondering when I was going to see you again. I was like, <laughs> here I am. Here You're I am, welcome. Sammy Guevara. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad I could grace you with my presence. <laughs> you can tell everyone about the overweight ginger giant you saw this weekend. It wasn't a good day at the show until you saw Chris. I, right. I, I like to think that's how most people think. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Of course. Why wouldn't they? So, um, yeah, we got a few more minutes to fill. Yeah, I feel I'm like sure, everyone shared a story aside from you, man. Like, I feel like I shared a lot of them last time, but I was trying to think celebrity. Like, well, that was people. last time. This yeah, is this was time. last time. That was last time. This time, uh, going back to celebrity, I, I guess the only ones I really think about are like the other comic artists that have, yeah, are, like a step above, like, or uh, people that are just recognizable because they've worked on big titles but like um bumped in like babs tar at lctc or not lctc but uh tcaf toronto comics mm-hmm. art festival and because she was just shopping too and it's like hey like move over she's just joking around like hey move over i gotta see this shit and it's like eh, come on there's room for both of us <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay you're an asshole but you're cool at assholes so that's fine i'll take it and then like erica henderson is yeah been a pleasure to meet every time yeah. she's been uh, has she uh, she was going to do lctc but then that whole thing yeah. then yeah. covid but yeah i met her at tcaf one time and i might have introduced her to last man the french comic series that is amazing and is finally getting the full release in america thanks to <laughs> okay. robert kirkman i, I just yes. got i just gotta say it's weird when you do when you use the words full release while you're arm humping I mean, we've only had we've only had six Chris. volumes of the twelve volumes in the U.S. Oh shit! Okay, and no, that no. sixth one hits you with a big cliffhanger. Big cliffhanger for the full release. Full, yeah. <laughs> I'm through. telling you, oh, last no judgment, man, no judgment. If you read Last Man, like the unnecessary air humping makes sense. <laughs> the un- it was quite necessary. That episode of regular show. Fist pump. Fist pump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I, I and I'll, I'll tell this story on his behalf because if he was here, I feel like he would chime in with it. Uh, did did you might be the only one that may have known? Did you do you remember that cosplay convention they were doing in 2015 out at uh, the Clarion? Oh yeah, yeah. That ended up 
the, the dude ran off without paying his hotel yeah. bill, so they tried yeah. to charge the people that they'd like bought hotel rooms for their money, and they were all just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Mike Grill was advertised. Uh, longtime friend. I've known John Peacock since. 2001. Uh, you know John. I think you've yeah. met Peacock I mean, before. I mean, I mean, not, Mike Gr- Peacock. not Mike Grell, yeah. the comic book artist? No, Mike Grell, the comic book artist, was supposed oh, to be there. Okay. Um, and John is a huge Green Arrow fan. Oh, yeah. Thrilled at the opportunity to meet him. He gets told Mike Grell no-showed the convention that he was advertised for and never contacted about. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, it, nice. That that show was so slow that at one point the n- no joke the attention grabbing event on the f- show floor was me and my friend Jason getting chopped in the chest by ECW's April Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow! Wow! Yeah. If that tells you how uh, you, inter- he- you headlined a convention, <sighs> not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if you know this about me. I have a tendency to be loud and an asshole at conventions, so as opposed to every other aspect of my life. Um, Why are you laughing? (laughs) You you ought to know. We can just smell our own, Sean Pryor. I I know. I know. Trust me. Trust me. I have a tendency to act the fool myself. So, um, we're at the hour mark now. I think we're at a good point to like start wrapping it up. So. This is the fun part. This, this is the part great. you love so much. Well, I want to ask Sean Pryor. Sean Pryor, what new things will you have at the Lexington Comic and Toy Convention? Oh, man. I'm going to have, like, all the books. I'm going to have all the books. Like, I will have uh, four volumes of uh, my latest uh, high-low high reader series called The Gamer. It's a, uh, a 13-year-old kid by the name of Tyler Morant who has a special wrist device that turns in, into a superhero called The Gamer. And Not based on the film starring Dexter. Oh, God, no. Right, God. And what's no. his name? Uh, Leonidas. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, ain't none, ain't none of that crap. No. Where he somehow uh, powers a car by vomiting up a fifth of vodka into the gas tank? No, sir. It is not that garbage. This is good for the kids. <laughs> yes. Um, also, much have, like Wu Tang. Yes, it's for well, the good for the children. It's for the children. Uh, also, have a graphic novel, uh, wheelchair motocross uh, Daredevil, um, from uh, the Jake Maddox uh, collection. Um, also, have um, a graphic novel called The Deadliest Race. Um, let's see, and like I have a couple other things too. Tons of books. I have a lot of books on my table for y'all to check out. Um, I'll, I guess tonight I will finally just go and look and re- try to remember where the hell my table is and start posting everywhere. That's the table I'm going to be at. Uh, and so, so yes. And if you haven't read Ignition by Sean Pryor, you're missing out. It's a fun book. It's a great mm-hmm. book. Yes. Uh, my broke ass has managed to back all three issues, so yes, third, no excuses. The third issue is in production right now, and so that's just double sized. And hopefully, you know, early summer we get to ship all those out. Yep. So things would be good. I so, get charged for shipping, even though you hand deliver. Hey man, look, <laughs> that ain't on me. Like that. Hey, that's, ga- that's gas system. is high right now. Oh, hey, yeah, man. I'm not it judging. It costs money to get to your place. I'm not yeah. judging at all. <laughs> it costs money for you to get here. I know. It's not yeah. too bad for Justin. Yeah, I'm good. But um, but yeah, so that's. That's that's what I do. Find me on Twitter at at Sean S H A W N R Pryor P R Y O R. Um, Instagram at the Sean P Show. Website SeanPryor dot com. And um, yeah, for real, come to Lexington the Comic and Toy Con and have a good time. Oh yeah, uh, I won't have a table at the show, but I do have a couple things to promote. Um, one, like I said at the top of the show, 
I've been doing Robin and Cat for eight years now. So if you want eight years of Bravo. romance, web free comedy. content. Yeah, no free joke. Content. No joke. Eight Robin years of free fantastic. content. Yeah. Uh, check it out at robinandcat.com. It's also on Webtoons, which is probably the easiest method to read it. Um, I like some people through the pandemic, through COVID, like they they're still not doing shows, but trying to make a bigger presence online. So. I've kind of gone that route. Uh, you can support me at uh, coffee, uh, K-O-F-I.com. Uh, it's like Kofi Kingston. <laughs> See? So you should... Shout out to the Big E. Yes, yeah, shout out to the Big E. Yeah, he'll love Big E. But K-O-F-I.com slash Robin and Cat. Uh, you can check out... You'll get um, daily warm-up drawings from myself as, long, as well as... Uh, zines that are exclusive to the coffee page. I've had one come out, another one coming out next week on 90s anime. Just, I'm super excited to get that one out. Yes. And uh, later on this year, I'll be at virtually at TCAF, Toronto Comic Arts Festival. That's in June. Nice. So yeah, they're doing like half uh, online, half on site. So I'll be on the online side of it. So I'll have Robin and Cat books available in June, as well as some of the zines. I'll be printing those as well. You can order them through the TCAF website once they have that set up. Uh, so, yeah, it'd be cool to check that out. I, I legit think I'm going to spend next week in my downtime at work just catching up on Robin and Cat. Because, like, I see it on Twitter now, and I'm just like, yeah. I, I love the artwork. I love the artist. I am lost in this story. <laughs> um, it, it had a convention arc that wrapped up last year, so... Uh, Read through their adventure at pretty much Dragon Con. And yeah. to uh, echo Bryce last year, if you're not checking out Robin and Cat, if you're not checking out Alex's Reese art, Alex Reese's artwork, I think you are missing one of the next like big booms in independent comics for sure, and especially in the realm of web comics. Yes. So here, here, yeah. Me, my okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'll have four new prints. Uh, available at LCTC. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what they are, uh, but if you if you scroll through my Instagram and you look at what is favorited the most, you can probably guess what <laughs> <laughs> what prints. So I'm if gonna you have. liked it on Instagram, you could right, buy it. Right. If you're fiending for a certain print that I may have done, uh, you can probably uh, puppet master your way into finding it at LCTC. And and because I love uh, Chris, I love you, and I love the show. I appreciate that. And and I I appreciate you letting us come on the show and do, and and promote stuff and talk about stuff. Um, I want to leave the show with a small teaser for a thing, if that's okay. Obviously. Hey, Sean Pryor. Yes, Justice Stewart. Do you like thinking about giant monsters? You know I do. Because I feel like drawing giant monsters. You do? I feel like writing about some motherfucking giant monsters again. Maybe we should do that sometime soon. I think the fuck we should. Huh. What could they be talking about? <laughs> it's coming soon and my fat ass couldn't be more excited. <laughs> um, yeah, uh... You can find Justin at Justin3000 on... Oh, yeah, Justin3000.com, uh, at Justin3000Stuart uh, on Instagram. But if you just go to Justin3000.com, that's where all the shit is. 
It's got everything. Yeah. Uh, guys, I love all three of you. Love you too. Uh, it's so good to be able to do this again. I didn't think we were going to, and it came together in a smaller form than it did last year, which yeah. maybe better, maybe worse. Uh, <laughs> still miss you know. Cry, still miss Ken, still miss Will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I had Will as my co-host for last year who was supposed to ask all these questions, and Will, I love you, but even you admitted you were just like, I was there. <laughs> like, like, I listened to it again recently, and... We, you know, we, we did the same thing. Everyone was going around saying their name, saying what they were drinking. And Will said uh, he was drinking the uh, the Iron Maiden, mm. the, the the beer, he, that he was running to the hills, yeah. as you described it. And Will goes, and I showed up. <laughs> Will, I wish you'd showed up again today, man. Uh, I need to get you back on episode. It was weird. It was weird, it man. Was. It, was, it was weird doing an episode of me and you without Will when we had Rennie on a couple weeks ago. Uh, Rennie, again, thank you for coming on. Greatly appreciate that. Um, you can find me at SamX1605 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find all the podcast information at Facebook.com backslash TN2MPodNet. TN2MPodNet is also where you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, where I think we have a grand total of two videos uploaded. Progress. Uh, <laughs> hey, one of them has 666 likes, though. Let's freeze that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And as always, my friends, uh, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. I will check back in with you guys Tuesday. This is probably going to be uploaded hopefully before Tuesday. That way it doesn't feel like it's in the past. Like, we got to get this shit up before LCTC. Until then, thank you for being my friends. What the fuck is on your head, Sean? (laughs) Anyway, before we go, tell the people about the price. Remember, yesterday's price is not today's price. One more time, just so you fucking know what I just said. I said yesterday's price is not today's (laughs) price, so fucking pay me. Church. With (laughs) benefits.